0: Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today I am joined by special guest, Eric Zapata. Eric Zapata is the founder of Eric Zapata Fitness um today is a special day eric happens to be related to me i've been very excited to to get to this interview but without further ado eric zapata how you doing i'm doing really well how are you (laughs) good 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 so before we actually step into the conversation just uh you want to tell uh, anyone a little little
1: about yourself i'm xavier's cousin um more importantly I am a husband, a father, a fitness business that does pretty well. I've helped over 1,000 people transform their bodies all over the United States of America. And it's my passion. It's what I love doing. That is what's up. You know what? I did do your program.
0: And even though I never sent the pictures in, I still lost about, um, I get like 20, 21 pounds, 12 week week transformation.
1: Is that what you're, you're best known for? Yeah, back in the day, but now that I work with mostly older people over thirty-five, we we tend to think more of a lifestyle changes and you know six to twelve-month programs, so we can create like more of a sustainable change instead of yeah six-pack abs in three months and then that, gain it back.
0: Yeah, I um you just you just moved and it's a far location. We won't say the location because I don't want you coming to my cousin's door. But um it's a beautiful area. Holy cow! Are you happy now that you're a homeowner? Yes. Mm. It's very expensive here in Rancho Cungo Mungo. (laughs) Rancho Cungo Mungo. Ah, man. All right. Well, let's let's jump
1: into it. Um, Growing up, how was your health overall? Growing up, my fitness journey started when I was 11 years old. Um, that's why I think I take it so seriously and I have such a passion, you know, cause like a lot of people who are personal trainers, fitness coaches, a lot of people are just fit their whole life and they just enjoy, you know, fitness, Yeah, weight, you know, I was always an athlete, whatever it is. But with me, um, it started when I was 11 years old. I remember I started to gain a lot of weight. All my brothers and I started to become porkers and, you know, little chunky boys and, um, I remember I was fat I had little you know 11 Mm -hmm. years old and that's when you're starting to develop your self-esteem and you know discovering who you are and you know how you're gonna be in school and uh, I just remember having little man titties and jelly rolls and Mm -hmm. just a big old belly and I I think you know you you can be real insecure and I wanted to change that and I took that upon myself to say you know mom rest in peace to my mom Um, you know, teach me how she was always into working out. She was always yeah, into the Eat sure. mostly healthy, things like that. And you know, she just, was just letting me yeah. to be a kid, you know, how I got to eating, but she helped me lose weight. At least on you know, you have to eat better, mm-hmm. make better choices. We'll start with, you know, simple things for a kid to do. You know, no more whole milk and two percent would go to skim milk, you know, no more just drinking Pepsi all day. You go diet you can have a diet Pepsi of mine, you know, and it's just simple things like that. Drink mostly water, um and that got me you know really on track because the nutrition part but i didn't know anything about weight training so i was just doing like tons of cardio running all the time playing sports but i lost 40 pounds as a little kid that's a lot of most that's a lot of grown-ups that can't just take it upon themselves and do that. yeah i did that at 11 years old and at 11 11 and the reason being and people laugh but it's true is it's because i wanted to get girls in middle school <laughs> and it was as simple as that but yeah. that um taught me so much because i it, It's like, I think that's the reason I have the success I have today Yeah, because I learned it as such a deep rooted foundation from an early age that if you put your mind to something, you have a plan, you can get whatever you want. And I actually, that's tangible, right? Like, I, I ended up dating the girl that I wanted to date in sixth grade. She was my little crush, and I, I she started to you know find me cute and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was, it, but it was amazing feeling. And, and I said, "Wow, this feels really good to have the girlfriend. You know, this girl that I want to be my girlfriend become my girlfriend." So. My discipline, my dedication, determination—I think that's how people yeah. describe me. This day and age, um, it came from when I was a little boy, and that compounded throughout the rest of my life mm-hmm. for anything that I did. And people are like, "Man, you're—you're you're one of the most disciplined people I know. You're one of the most dedicated. You're—you stick to—you know. When I ask people, like, what do you know? Because you know, you know I'd be reading all the books and stuff. Yeah, I'd be sure. doing exercises. And and when I remember, a book by Simon Sinek said, uh, you know, he's known for the you know the power of why and stuff like that. Yeah. I have one of his workbooks called Find Your Why, and it had me do an exercise that said, go find your closest friends, not family, and ask them, why do you like me as your Like, Why do you keep me around as your friend? And everybody's just, they wrote to me and it said, it literally told me, it said, you will find a commonality in all their responses, and everybody was saying the same words. You're the most disciplined person I know. You're the the most ambitious person I know. When you say you're going to do something, you go do it. Um, I like you because you're funny. You make us all laugh. I like you because um, you never quit. When you say you're going to do something you go all the way until, you know, there's a difference between quitting and saying, you know, this is no longer yeah. for me. But for the most part, you stick things through to you get what you want. And that's, that's you know, what I, I do.
0: I, I definitely, I didn't know
1: it was 40 pounds, but 40 pounds, I, I as a little kid, I, I lost, that's a lot of weight for just a little, yeah. you know, you're short when you're younger. So I'm like, I was probably like five, four, five, five. And just, it's a lot of weight for a little boy to have. And then throughout middle school and then. So middle school. So yeah. that, yeah. So middle school, I lost all that weight. But the thing is, So I went to the fat stage, but then I got skinny fat and nobody wants to be skinny fat because I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anything about weightlifting. I just thought I had to eat healthy, exercise like crazy, always be weighing myself. And then um, I was skinny fat. And then then a lot of my clients who I fixed their problems, because I've been fat, skinny fat, athletic, ripped everything. So I can literally snap my fingers and diagnose them. They asked me, you know, like, I know the pain of being skinny fat because a lot of these people were like me is they lost all the weight because they Mm -hmm. thought they were doing the right thing by eating healthy, doing a lot of cardio. But... It sucks when you lose all this weight. You look good in clothes, but you hate how you look when you gondry. take off your shirt. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? I should have six-pack abs by now. I should have, you know, definition. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn that till junior year in high school. You know, went to Oak Creek High School. They are big in, like, football. Yeah. I had, they are like, a powerhouse back in the day. And I remember the football coach, even though I didn't play football, we were very close. He started to teach me how to do like, you know, powerlifting and stuff like that. And um, he's like, you need to pump iron. You got good genes, like, you know, like my dad yeah. Tony, you know, back in the day. Oh, sure. And I started to fill out fast. And I was like, I started to fall in love with weightlifting. My body changed so fast. And I was like, yes, this is it.
0: Well, did, well, you know, you lost uh, the 40. Did you did you go through
1: self-esteem issues during that time of the transformation? Um, during it? During, yeah, during. No, I don't think I had like self-esteem issues. I just was focused. I just wanted yeah. this girl in middle school and i wanted to be popular and i wanted to you know you know like yeah for sure it it is what it is like you know i was always the the funny you know fat kid but eventually i wanted to be you know the funny good looking popular kid you know so i lost his way i started getting athletic and you were at the y
0: all the time i I was in high school yeah Yeah. man i never um well you know because i i really lived at your house (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) That's cool. I mean, you know, most people, when they, they go through a transformation like that, there is self-esteem
1: issues. And it's just not to say anything about it, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think even like um, I think if it had been later in my years of high school, then I think you would you would part, you know, you might feel, you know, start hearing some bullying or something like that or you know later in middle school. But this was like right fifth grade going to sixth grade. I said it was actually fifth grade and going to sixth grade. Summer I said I'm gonna go to middle school. And I'm gonna so lose like weight. So like 13? not even like 10, 11, like fifth, 10, grade, 11. fifth grade. Oh wow! God. So I was like, I'm before I go to middle school, I'm gonna show up looking yeah. nice, and I and I did. And it wasn't because I was getting bullied. Not because even when I was fat, I was always popular and like um, you know funny and I got along with everybody. But um, it was just more so like I knew what I wanted. Yeah, and I knew what I wanted to represent, and I was like, I don't want to be, I don't, I honestly, I don't know. Hope it doesn't sound bad, but I don't, I don't want to be the fat kid. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's a, you know, th- that's the one thing I, I can say about you. You, everything that you've focused on, it's, it's a type of tunnel vision that it's inspiring. You know what I mean? I've, I've been going through my own journey. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's crazy because I'm going to say I'm almost at a year, but you're how many years in with your sobriety?
1: Oh, um, I quit drinking alcohol April 11th, 2013. So it'll be coming up on 10 years next year. See? Not yeah. a sip of liquor.
0: Um, even in the beginning of my journey, I, I went to you for um, guidance as far as I was just trying to um, change habits. And um, I've always looked to you because, you know, perfect example. Um, the discipline with the sobriety and then, you know, the guidance with the books you had me read. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really transpired into me, you know, actually driving towards my passions, which we're doing right now, you know. Um, would you say fitness saved
1: your life? I want to say saved my life because, you know, there's yeah. a lot of people that aren't into fitness that have good lives. Yeah. I think it molded me into what God created me to be, to use my passion and my story to impact other people's lives. Yeah. a lot of people, because fitness does play such a role, not just for your health, because without health, you're nothing, yeah. but for serious things such as your confidence, your energies. I mean, we're dads, right? You know I mean, people are fat oh, sure. dads? And with all due respect, it's like if you're a present man in your family, in your household, a dad, a husband, and you go to work, energy drains but if you're fit i can tell you most fit people you know we, we can kick yeah. into second gear and bigger people you know they they tap out you know they're the ones that have to wash their kids from the sidelines and stuff and so not only you know is it good for your health but just actually living a quality life and i'm not talking about six pack abs and just being yeah. shredded like half the most of the time i'm not even shredded anymore these days that's that's i can get shredded anytime, but yeah i'm more so just a healthy man who likes to go to the gym still lift weights but that's not my life about just the aesthetic part it's just about what i represent when you walk in the room after 34 years old and you walk in like wow that, i like that when people say He takes care of himself. And I come, everybody knows me. I'm coming in egotistically. Yeah. Just like, hey, smile, brighten up the room, always just kind, positive vibes. But I walk in with confidence and, you know, I really enjoy taking care of my my fitness, my health, but also, you know, being a positive role model for my son, my wife, and my household. Yeah.
0: So you started, um,
1: at what age was it that you became a fitness trainer? so um technically 2010 i got the little personal training certification down there you see it's a national academy of sports medicine i i never used it It, 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 it's just like it's like college Mm -hmm. college it's just to say you did something the real experience comes after you do it so like it didn't teach me anything i just took it just to have you certified Never again will I get recertified because everything I teach for my clients is from my trial near over 22 yeah. years. Um, so, yeah, 20, 2010, I believe it was when I got the certification. Um, and then I went in, um, I just kept serving tables, bartending, doing things like that. And then eventually, I, I think it was like 2013, 2014, I partnered with somebody downtown Milwaukee and we had a studio on Jefferson Street. And we had, you know, I was personal training clients yeah. out of there. And then the local gym, I, I personally trained some people. But then I noticed, um, you know, when you're, fit, fitness being my passion, my thing that I love to do every day for myself, everybody, you know, wanted to train with me because I was well-known, people like, yeah, hey, he's yeah. positive, I want to go work out with Eric, he's not the just the you know, steroid guy that just, you know, yeah. has no personality, um, I started to lose my passion for my own fitness. And I started kind of just skipping my own workouts because that's what it's common yeah. problem personal trainers have is because they're on the floor all day. So I'd be training people, you know, yeah. eight nine people straight, and then I'm like, I'm tired, and and then it's boring when you're in the same sitting all day. I'm like, I just want to go home, take a nap, yeah. instead of like I couldn't wait to get in the gym before. Like after I go do a serving shift, I'm like, Nope, I'm out. Nope, can't work no extra. I'm out. I'm going to the gym. So I was like, after a year of doing that, I said, I'm done. I don't want to do personal training anymore. Um, and then I started to, and that's when I around when I started, I quit drinking alcohol. I started to read a book a week, started to learn a lot about, you know, business and internet business, social media before everybody and their mama started. Finally, maybe yeah. I think people started catching on like 2018, 2019, most people. Yeah. So I kind of got a head start, and I said, man, I remember 2015, I read Gary V's book, crush it and um, I fell asleep at my desk, and um, I always want to start my own business, because I mean, mm-hmm. I've always been such a great worker, I'm like, I can't work for somebody for the rest of my life, I'm too ambitious, I'm too well known, I'm I'm, I'm going to do this, I, I, I can do this by myself, you know what I'm saying, um, so that book, it asked me, everybody always asked me, Eric, so hey, you're always talking about find your passion, find your passion, how did you find your passion, how did you build Eric's pot of fitness, so over seven figures, well. The one question that Gary V asked in that book, and it, it's been yeah, asked before. I, I you remember? Him. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. You know, I don't even follow him these days. Um, yeah. But I, I was a big fan back in the day, and it was it, man, it's it just talked to me that night. It said, Eric, what is the one thing you would do for the rest of your life, even if you never got paid a cent to do it? Yeah, that's a powerful question because not a, there's nothing a lot of us would do for free, unless you know, watching TV, hanging out, yep. eating. Mm-hmm. man, you better pay me. This is work. <laughs> but fitness is something I will do. I used to write diet plans and, and make workouts for fun for my family and friends. It's what I love to do. And then them, the excitement of them getting results and just like, thanks, sir. no problem. It's free. Don't worry. 2014, you actually
0: wrote me a work. That's the best shape I had ever been in my life as far as my um, fitness. I mean, I saw results, but you it, it was over a phone call you told me what to write down mm-hmm. i wrote it on a sheet and i took that sheet to gym every day yeah and i was work i was also my job at the time was um building um uh gym sets working with um weights and all that creating them out of a warehouse um so i was dealing with that all day and then going to the gym and it was the best shape of my life and then i, I just always remember that because um the the little plan you, you uh you,
1: you wrote out like I basically just told me to write out. Yeah. And just um, you know, it's kinda and it was practice for me. It's like and before you know it, you just get good, kinda like a doctor prescribes um, you know, um you know, a client or whatever, or some a patient, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, hey, I don't I need to lose X amount of pounds or I'm fat, I'm skinny fat, or you know, I want to do this, and then I'm like, Hey, you're different, you need to do this, you need to stop doing that, da 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 da. It's pretty cool. And times that by now, 10 yeah. years of nonstop doing it every day, you yeah. get pretty good at what you do.
0: Did you ever think like, um, starting off as a fitness, you, you, you've already stated it's a passion, but did you ever think that you'd
1: get the amount of success that you've- like, Are you talking about- Overall, monetarily, yeah, like no, like to make this much money for a business, or are you talking about impact of lives or what? No, like no, everything.
0: just just the success across the board.
1: um So I, I guess say, it, yeah. it correlates, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, for sure, all right? around. If I make more money, that means I have to serve mm-hmm. more people, which creates more impact and lives changed. Yeah. Right? So if you want to put it that way. Absolutely not. Um, because you grow, like you yeah. said, with books, you know what I'm saying? Like you keep reading, you keep reading, you surround yourself with better people. You, you're you an average of the five closest people you hang with. I can't hang around certain people. I can't yeah. have negative energy around me. I can't have people that, you know, around me that they just love to drink and booze and party and fight and stuff like that. That's yeah. not, it's, it's negative energy that I only keep myself around. So with that, there's a compound effect. The compound effect that you know, daily things you do every single day that compound over time, and it's not what matters today or next week or next month, but what you repetitively do as a habit over years. It's crazy what happens. So imagine what happened when I just started making my little online plans in 2013. Yeah, um, 2013 just started there. I at, everything grows, but once you hit something your vision expands, right? So just like with your podcasting, you're just getting going. The reason you're doing well so far is because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're taking in perfect action. You're just, that anybody, I I talk with some big boys. Yeah, Some of my guys in my fitness business mastermind, got a 25 year old that makes a million dollars a month. Frank, Frank DeBlancan talks to me all the time and the stuff he teaches me, it's crazy. But it's because we all just, jump in and we do what we got to do and we don't worry about failing because failing is what leads to success in school we're taught like no you got to F on the test you're bad you know yeah but in real life and success and you want to fail as much as you can as quickly as possible so you can get to the right answer and keep moving but everybody wants to have all their ducks lined up in a row yeah i want to get my certification i want to open my, my studio first i want to order you know uniforms and t-shirts and you know and then they open up and nobody knows who they are. Instead, they should have just been marketing themselves working, and just working. just ta- and taking people for free and cheap just so they can get opportunities, you know, even if you're a hairdresser, or hairdresser, yes. or whatever it is, man, work for free and cheap at first so you can get as many client results and testimonials so people once you get the experience, you get the speed, you get the wisdom, but then also you get testimonies and pictures and before and after pictures for some of these industries like, you know, hair, for example, or I do, you know, fitness. Yeah. That's gold, people, because people are like, man, this guy has—you can't fake that. How can you not think that this guy's not going to charge charged if he has one thousand transparent? He has proof, and how many video testimonials of people yeah. saying this? Dude, help, you know, do this and that? You know, so um, imperfect actions. What I'm trying to say is that's um, what, to answer your question is I never thought ever I'd be at where I am today. When I first was telling you about that book I was reading, yeah, all I wanted at that point was just to make a full time income. Personal training online. Yeah. Yeah. So to piggyback off that, because it kind of was going with that other important question you said, Eric, you know, that I always know what I want to do that Gary Vee said, what would you do for Mm -hmm. the rest of your life? You've never got paid a cent to do it. Right. Yeah. I said, well, I love fitness. I love training, but I don't want to train, but I love social media. I love marketing. I love sales. I love entrepreneurship. So I tied those two together. And that's Mm -hmm. where I was like, I'm going to do online training because it wasn't as hot as it is today. Yeah. So I kind of got a big head start. Yeah. And then I started to just, and I got my own app developed and all that stuff. And then yeah. you know, I started to train people for free, cheap, 300 bucks. And after a while, I collected such a portfolio of transformation that I could now charge what I'm worth these days. People are like, hey, you charge them? Well, <laughs> I'm not you know, a young buck no more. So,
0: overall, you would say it's rewarding. So, yeah. yeah. So, that
1: I answered that question. Now, to get back to the other question, when I sat at that desk, all I wanted was a full time income and back what I thought, 50 or 60 grand. I said, I'll be cool if I can have my personal training online business make fifty to $60,000 per year. I'll be like, man, that's the dream. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the it, dream. Yeah. If, but, you know, like, <laughs> It's crazy because I took such perfect action. I remember my first year of official business. This is a guy that worked from Ruby Tuesdays right before I started this, right? Yeah. And you remember that was my ten year job. Loved it. Yep. <laughs> I was making. I was so comfortable. I would. I would just take like four shifts a week. I was just comfortable. Yeah. But I was always reading and growing, but I was just comfortable making like two grand or less a month. And I, my goal is like, man, if I can make sixty grand, that'd be, man, I'm set. That's a lot of money, you know. Yeah. And I was like, cool, dude. And I just, I remember when I started to make like uh, my first year, I I started to make like a couple of three or $4,000 months with just online training. It was all from home. But most people want to quit their job. Right? Like, oh, I hit it big. Let me quit. No, I yeah. stayed put because that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep at my computer desk every night. So I would work at Ruby Tuesdays, come home, do my online training business. Mm-hmm. But once my business doubled what I was making at Ruby Tuesdays, so I started to hit like $4,000 a month consistently for like a 90-day spurt. That's mm-hmm. when I said, I'm comfortable. I know that I can quit this because it's not just a good month. It's been consistent. I can drop Ruby Tuesdays and put all my time that i at Ruby Tuesdays into this machine. So then- yeah. That, and then it's crazy. I remember, dude, I, I made $13,700 $13, in my first year of business in one month. That's a lot of money f- Who for somebody who only made, I used to bust my balls at any job I had for two grand a month. I'm working from home, doing what I love, yeah. $13,700, my first year of business. You see how that <laughs> yeah, expanded my sure. mindset? Sure. So then now till to this day, I have this thought process if i can do it once i can do it multiple times i just need to connect the dots on you know what's missing to make it consistent yeah so then you know you you know without saying too much business like hey thirteen thousand dollars then you stay stuck there for a little bit and then oh that thirteen thousand dollar month went down back to normal yeah, for yeah. And i was stuck because like damn because i was running promotion stuff and i was like damn i didn't hit nothing near that for like another year or two first two years i made 80 grand every first two years and then after that um I hit my first six-figure year, and I'm like, this yeah. is tight. And then um, I remember I hired a big-time coach. I dropped $20,000 on him to work with a, a business coach because I'm already – see, and this is why I tell people to oh. invest themselves. I tell you to invest yourself. Yeah, for sure. Get a podcasting coach so you can fly that much higher because everybody above you has the answers. They've already failed for us. So – I'm already good at what I do. I'm already amazing. Yeah. I already. I just need the structure on how to make my system more or my my business more systematized, scalable, mm-hmm. automated in some points. You know things like that. Yeah. You can't learn that from people who are local personal trainers. So this guy who I hired, he makes you know probably ten million dollars a year, and I paid him twenty grand, and I only had six thousand dollars to my name. And most people will make that jump. Oh, I got a family, but I knew. See, that's that's where you already failed. Like turn mm-hmm. back, just go work a job. I already had, I had big faith in myself. I said, dude, I've already, I, I told my wife and my wife, you know, there's not, I think it sucks when people don't have spouses that support them. Mandy and anything that I do, she yeah. says, cause she's seen my work ethic. Go for it. Yeah. You got this, bro. I remember this, man, the video's still up. I made $30,000 in 30 days. Holy that was, that was years ago. Holy And I'm not trying to get like, into my money like that, but yeah. it's to impact people who are listening that are small people from Milwaukee. Yep. That if you got an online business or a salon, whatever it is, you too can do this, but you do have to invest in yourself because you're already good at what you do, but you need better systems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when I made 30,000, I didn't keep that consistent, right? It went back down to like, yeah, yeah, but, but sure. now the new low barrier was like, 10k was easy a month. You see that? Yeah. yeah, You see how it's a new low. Yeah. But that was my new high, and then before you know it, holy 30k started to be real easy a month, and Mm -hmm. then
0: oh, it's just uh, yeah, exactly. And then when
1: I when I made yeah six figures in one month, (laughs) that's when I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna make over you know a couple million a year in the next probably two years for sure for sure for sure. It's just it's just all about the. But it's, it all started with the boy who's just at his computer desk and let nobody... You know how many people used to talk bad about me? Oh, yeah. Dude. But that's only because you're doing something. You're taking action. Most people... It's, it's crabs in the bucket, right? You can yeah. imagine them. You ever heard that story? Yeah. In the bucket. Mm-hmm. Crabs are in the bucket. They're all trying to crawl on each other and the one that gets to the top, they'll always keep bringing him down back to the bottom of the bucket. Yeah. So that's why I only keep myself around certain people. Only people who are in the business mastermind with me and my, my family, my friends, or people mm-hmm. who are doing positive in their life and they have goals and ambition because you can't let people rob, it, rob you, I'm telling you, from yeah. your energy.
0: I've, I've always appreciated your
1: guidance. You know what I mean? You've always
0: looked out for me. Yeah. Um, you, you definitely have tried to steer me in the right way. I'm actually, um, through those books, I think it was the compound effect that you told me to read. That's the Sir. one that most, that, that's the one that did the most for me. And, and there was other good books.
1: Um, but that's it. If anybody's listen, those three books in 2013. I, I am, and I'm just like you guys. I was the person who I did five years of college. Mm-hmm. What's it called? MATC3. MATC. And then I went to UWM and I walked out on my last year. But I didn't read one book all throughout middle school, high school, and college. I was the guy that got good grades by finding a way. Yeah. Summaries on the internet. Da da da. That's just who I was. Yeah. I hate it because I didn't. Want, it wasn't interested in any of this. Mm-hmm. But when you start to read stuff that you're genuinely interested in. You'll fly. My mentors, like I said, when I was in 2013, when I started to change my life, stopped drinking, surrounded myself around better people, yep. they said start with just reading one book a month. Let's just say it's a it's a 210 page book and there's 30 days in a month. You have to read seven small pages a day, Eric. And I'm like, I can do that. I started to read one page a book and I started with the compound effect. That was the first book I got my hands on because I went to see Gary really? Hardy on stage. Oh, that's cool. He's the owner of Success Magazine. And, um, and it's, it's cool. Cause it's an easy read. You know how books be boring sometimes? Oh, yeah, for sure, this for is sure. an easy, fun read. It's all about our small daily habits that lead to the big picture. And, and the consistency. Was, and I was like, this is me too. I, I love this book. And it, it taught me so much, got me on fire. And the next one I had ordered was rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. That is the book that changed my life. And also my mindset about money. Cause most mm-hmm. of us people, probably most people listen to this podcast. If they're friends with us. Yeah come from areas or backgrounds where we were born in areas that weren't the best or we didn't grow up in families that had money yeah so we have this relationship with money that's basically a trauma and it's true oh definitely that's yes. what i'll say about the whole invest in yourself thing Yep. so if i ever need something i don't spend a lot of money on myself very frugal but anything i need as far as the business expense if somebody's like if i want to hire a new coach he's like it's fifty thousand dollars i don't think about it because I know that this is going to make me X amount of much more money, you know, things like that. Yeah. So with that being said, a lot of us, like everybody, how much does, it, first thing, when people ask me, because you know, I charge what I'm worth now, people will come to me, how much does the cost work with you? How much is your plan? You're already around in the wrong mindset. How about, you know, how can, you know, what's your goal? Well, not everybody's got money like that. Remember, I, I had $6,000 to cover my family yeah. while I spent $20,000 on a mentor, you know? Yeah. And then before uh-huh. that, I didn't tell you, I had, $2,000. And I spent $7,500 on another mentor prior to that. Right. Yeah. I never had the money, but I put it on credit cards, not to buy dumb shit, but to buy stuff that's going to give me a ROI. So therefore, yeah. you know, when it comes to business opportunities or your health, mm-hmm. right? Your image, your confidence, yeah. invest in that. And then rich dad, poor dad taught me and, and stuck with me since 2013. That's why I don't even think it says poor people will always say, I can't afford this. Right off the bat, because that's what they've always said. If they don't have the money virtually in their bank account or in their wallet, I, I can't afford that. Yeah. But wealthier, rich-minded people, they'll always say, how can I afford that? How can I? What, what routes can I take? Yeah. Imagine that. $20,000, $6,000 in my account at the time. I'm going to go open a, a big-time credit card. Because, no. But I was so certain, because I, there's a lot of people that bullshit. Like yeah. me, I'm somebody I knew I was going to do the work. Mm-hmm. And I already had the tools, I already had the results. I was already really good at what I did. I just needed the frameworks on how to structure my business and take it to the rest of the United States of America instead of just working real local yeah. Milwaukee. Does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah. So, compound effect, rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. And the cash flow quadrant. Cash flow quadrant was a good book. And then that last one, I got a, you know, I'm talking about, a, um, what's it called? Uh, outwitting the devil. I, went in the devil, I did by the it. author Think and yeah. Grow Rich everybody yeah. knows that that's one of the most classic. Napoleon Hill Napoleon I like Hill. that book better because man does it talk about energy the fear yeah. that us human beings have of just everything and fear kills us yeah. you know the, so many people do not live up to their potential because they're so scared of judgment or what's going to go wrong instead of what's going to go right right Um, it's crazy and it's yeah it was a different book like
0: that yeah. book kind of like Cause it got into talking about energy and that, um, with what you just said, it's, it it just was a different read. I still haven't read anything like it. Yeah. You know, right now, um, ego is the enemy is what I'm on.
1: I got that. Yeah. You see that shit right over over.
0: (laughs) there. No, I got it. Ah, man. So, um, what's a normal day in, uh, with your business now?
1: it differs so I have two head coaches that are working under me for the last eight months um they handle a majority of the clients um I take clients as well that you know try, you know pay a, a bigger premium but um so really I I've gotten to a point where I'm basically almost out of my business and that's what you know Robert kiyosaki talks yep. about cash flow project, uh, right no no uh, uh, the next book is Uh, cash flow quadrant quadrant. you know yeah you can own a business but you're just basically you have a job but it's your job that's Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. or do you want to be a business owner eventually so right now i'm finally after many years you know finally really becoming a business owner where i'm getting out completely of my business because i've created a system and we only work with one type of person that everything just aligns from the marketing to the sales to Mm -hmm. how we help our clients to, you know, um, how I train my men to go ahead and, you know, help our clients to give them the best results possible. It's a systematized business and it's getting more and more systematized. So every day I work on that, you know, it's only money making activities, anything else that can be outsourced. You just pay for that because, you know, you'll learn big stuff. Like I was telling you, you know, the mm-hmm. stuff that these guys teach me, it's just like what I would have never known from local people with just a small little business. I'm like, damn, that makes sense. You need to get outside of your business and only if it's not driving your business to grow and be able to serve more people, you shouldn't be doing it. So I guess every day, you know, it's different. As of right now, first thing I do in the morning, um, I go to the gym. Before Mm -hmm. I get home before 730 a.m. just to start the day. Right. You know, having endorphins, you know, going crazy, feeling good. Um, Yeah. My family's still sleeping. I love peace and quiet at first. And then I'll take a shower and then drink a little coffee. But then right away, I will go ahead and uh, just set up uh, any new clients that recently signed up. So even though I have two head coaches that work under me, I it's like a doctor and a nurse. I do all the big time decision stuff and they just do all the stuff to, to help, yeah. to take me out of my business because it's stuff that anybody can do. I can hire somebody to make these decisions for me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you just trust. So yeah. I set up the new clients. I make sure I set them up with the right programming. Everything's good. Um, anybody that signed up the previous day before on a phone call, um, I'll just plan out my social media content, things like that. I'll check on you know, like my uh, Facebook ads, see how they're doing. Um, you know, see, and then also I, I uh, handle conversations and sales in my business. That's the last thing you want to give up before you give it to a sales team. And that's pretty much it. I, I take consultation calls. Some mm-hmm. people might call them sales calls, but it is what it is. You know, you need to make money. I, I I can't sell you, you know, on me and working with me. I can't serve you. You know, this is what I do. This is how much I charge. Yeah. Do you want to work with me or not? So that's really the only thing in my business that right now that I really need to do is um, content. You yeah. should never, and you don't want to give up your content because mm-hmm. nobody can replace you. You are the brand Yeah, yeah last right. thing you want to give up. But I still do my, my, my consultation calls. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but other than that, um, and then we have um, a meeting with the guys once a week over coffee, just to make sure we put out any fires or, you know, help them out with any kind of questions they have to make sure they're just, you know, more trained week by week. And they're just basically, they know my business, my clients, how we serve our people, just as good as I do because I've trained them so well.
0: Get, that leads me into this next one. How does your business, Eric Sapata Fitness, stand out from others that um,
1: along? So with me, um, that's a good question. And if people want to have a scalable business, that right, especially personal training, yeah. and you want to make yeah. more impact and more money, mm-hmm. you're not going to go anywhere if you're a commodity. You listening? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you, definitely. you might want to start listening for your podcast. I'm, mm-hmm. t- I'm telling you, is you need to have some kind of a niche eventually. I started broad, right? Yeah. I start I started helping everybody just like every other trainer does. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to lose 100 pounds? You want to lose 40? You want to do a, a, a deadlift competition? You wanna you want to do a physique show? You want to get six pack abs? Oh, you got a you know um diabetes? I can help. I've helped people. I have got look at the results. I can help you. Yeah. But now you're a jack of all trades and a master of none. You're a generalist instead of a specialist. So now I I went from working in 2017 with men and women, everybody that would pay me. Yeah. To I started to narrow it down to men and women weight loss only, because that's all that's where my background started. That's my passion, is helping people get to those emotions is a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, six packs, cool, I can help, but overweight people is my passion. That's my story. Then I went from so men and women, everybody narrow down my niche to men and women, um, weight loss. And then I went to women only for some years because I I started to, you know, I always keep track of your data. I'm like, man, well, about 70%, maybe 65% of my um, clients have always been women and they really like enjoy, you know, working with me. So I'm like, maybe I should just go all in on women. And I did pretty well. That's when I had like my first, you know, six-figure year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, this is going well. And I said, let me narrow it down one more time to be really niche specific because there's a there's a famous quote, you know, the person, you know, those who talk to everybody talk to nobody. Yeah. Um who needs one weight loss? Man, you're just another trainer. But then when you start to clear your message up, people want to work with people because there's millions of trainers. Yeah. But people want to connect with somebody that have a story. And they, and, and they know you understand what they're going through. And I know what my people are going through. So I, I went to moms only, but then I was like, it started to really slow down. I was too narrow of a niche for me, especially because I wasn't a mom, even though I, a lot of my former clients were moms, it was just hard to market that way. So that was a learning lesson. I said, I'm done. I'm going back to men, just strictly men, because I, you see that book up there, Expert Secrets? I want to read it. Russell Brunson. Okay. Um, you want to become the attractive character of your business. Basically, you want to be a couple chapters ahead of where your exe- your clients or your listeners are at in their life right now. Yeah. Because you lived through what they're right now going through. going through. So you know their emotions. You know what's keeping them up at night. You know what their ambitions are. You know why they want to do this. And I knew all that. So it's like I'm. you want to speak their problems, their emotions in your content. Mm-hmm more crystal clear than they can say it themselves. Mm -hmm. That's how well you know your customer, and that's where I'm at today. So right now, if you see my niche, I'm Eric's Pot of Fitness, and I help dads over 35 build muscle, lose weight, and create healthy lifestyles. That's awesome. So so if you go to Instagram, it says personal trainer. Seven. Certifications. (laughs) That's cool. Okay, 2022, just to let you know, Nobody gives a fuck about your credentials. Just just letting you know. Yeah. Um, that's cool to have and just like beat your meat to your certifications. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people, it's a big trainer thing. It's like credentials. Um people want to connect with you, they want to relate with you, but most importantly, they want results. You know how many personal trainers I know that they can't get a transformation for their life, but they got 14 certifications on their wall. Yeah. They don't have the experience. They they didn't do the trial and error. So when you come to that Instagram page, that Facebook page, and it says, you know what, you've seen probably it says a lot of people do it. I help so and so because when you want people to come to your page, you within five seconds of your Instagram play, where you're a hairstylist or a fitness trainer, gun coach, people should know because people scroll fast. They need to know right now in less than five seconds if I'm staying on this page. So all the men that come see me are over 35. And then when they see it, Eric's pot of fitness, I hope dad's over 35. But hey, I'm dad over 35. Let me just see what's And They start seeing all these results, all this good content. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let me follow him. You know what I'm saying? And then, they're all dads, but imagine I was just a personal trainer, like most people, certified personal trainer. DM me to you know yeah. to, to hit your goals. You're just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Now, if let's just say I was a mom, I work with a lot of people, big time people around the states. There's this lady, her name's Becky. This is a good example of a niche. It's a very good niche. Is um, I'm gonna butcher into the name, but it's true. Uh, whatever it is is. She is, um, she helps mom who struggle with, uh, whatever that's called diactasis, recti or whatever, you know, you know, where they yep. I think they had C-sections or something to do with their pregnancy. And that, you know, it's very, um, have you ever seen it, Yeah. like yeah. where they, their abdomen split apart and well, they, it sure. just, it just doesn't look good. And they're, they're very, um, insecure about it. And you can actually, I believe, push that gap together with certain exercise and things like that. And she helps these women. Get closer oh, to wow. make you make you know, and it, that's that. So, so imagine you're a personal trainer who's never had a baby. Yeah, never had a baby, but then nevertheless, never had to go through this. Whatever she helps with, mm-hmm. excuse me, I, I butchered the name. Who are you going to pick? The girl certified personal trainer, seventeen certifications, but not one result on their wall is is a woman. Mm-hmm. Or but then you go to the next lady, says I only, and she didn't talk anything about her certification. She just says all you see is results with all these women with. Uh, two fingers gap, um, three fingers gap, one finger gap. You know, in, in their stomach, and what—that's their language. You gotta speak people's languages. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this girl probably knows my story. Da, da, da. And then she's like, "Yeah, I went to that too. I had three babies." All so I like, you know, da, 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 da. so they get each other. Does that make sense? I. I yeah. You you you're, you have to have a message, a story. People couldn't. People don't buy your product or, or service. They buy you. Yeah. So all day, every day, when people come to me, it's like, dude, I just love your story. I, I love everything you represent. Be yourself, you know,
0: I guess for me it's it's more um I'm just a normal person like everyone else, and I want to bring a sense of pride back to Milwaukee and surrounding areas. I feel like our place is a like I say in the the commercial I put out it's a hidden gem to to come from here i'm I'm very proud, yeah, you know what I mean, and you you're we're obviously related, so you know the type of backgrounds we we come from, so um definitely it's also been. For the first time in my life, be consistent with something
1: I want to do. And that's it. And that's why you're going to yeah. keep going because, you know, maybe not monetarily right now, but neither was it for me before. But when you love what you do so much, and this is the kicker, like I was telling you before, a lot of people are just like, I'm fit. I like fitness. I'm going to be a trainer just to make money, you know, like, cause it's a, it's a, it's a career. Yeah. I'm different. That's why I never quit on this since I was a little boy. It's my story. It's who I am. This is my passion. And when you lead with your passion, Mm -hmm. the income will always flow. Because as we know in business, or you're going to know, is there's going to be a lot of times that there's going to be dark times or things you have to figure out, things break. There's good times and bad times. There's harvest and there's planting. And most people retreat on their first hardships. And that's why most businesses fail in their first year. But when you love what you do so damn much, it's different. I show up to my problems with excitement. Because it's a challenge. I'm like, I gotta fix this shit. I'm gonna do yeah. this. I got this. And I fix it. Yeah. And it gets me to the next level of my business, next level of me and my personal growth. If you're not in love with what you do, you're gonna have a real hard time with that. And that's why most people treat, retreat. There are some most, you know, there's are there are some people who are just pure like my brother Marvin says, they're just money motivated. Yeah. Like they'll go flip stuff on Amazon or you know, whatever. But I feel like a lot of these people don't last. They go they jump ship to ship to ship. Mm-hmm. I feel the only people that are like that could work their ass off and just be at their stores all day long are Arabs <laughs> in it, It's just a fact. Like we yeah. both know, like it's yeah. facts. You know, like you go to the store, like Definitely. they work 18 days a week and yeah. uh you know, 40 hours a day. And but that's that's what they do. And they're cool and they make their money. But yeah. um beside them, everybody else, yo. Pick something you're truly passionate about that you can impact the world with because it's not, you know, obviously we all want to make money, but when you change people's lives and the yeah. testimonies and when they come to you and say how you saved their life and, you know, da-da-da and saved their marriage or stopped them from committing suicide, this is things I've oh, heard wow. many times. Yeah. That just, that, man, that's, that's worth more than any kind of dollar you, you can you can make.
0: You're you're more of a you know you you've addressed that you're you're finally becoming more of the background and you're, um you got coaches now to to do uh, you know basically with your system change lives um, when you first began I wanted to ask you um, your perception of what type of coach you were
1: compared to what you
0: think people thought of you as a coach do you get what
1: I'm. Um. Are you, are you asking me how people perceive me? How people viewed you compared to the way you view yourself. Honestly, I think this is, um, I think I'm answering this right, is I think I do an excellent job yeah. at being myself. You know, a lot of people are scared to make content and oh, they want to be politically yeah. correct. That's why I'm excelling. Yeah. Listen, hear me out. This mm-hmm. is why I'm excelling. It's I love it. Yeah. Here we go. Because everybody's trying to be so politically. Don't talk politics. Don't talk about religion. Don't talk about gays. Don't don't yeah. talk about this, that, that. Just keep it to fitness. Because you know why I I've, I've gotta know where I am. Because and why I love my business so much. Because I only attract men into my business and as my clients that are just like me. Yeah. Because I do talk about my political views. Because I do talk about me being a Christian. Because I do talk about me being a loving father and husband, and my wife and my kids being my everything. Mm-hmm. So I attract men who those values are yeah. all the same, and I also do talk about, you know, most trainers, you know, some trainers are just like, don't be too hard, you know, you're not gonna, you scare people away, you know, be nice. So I'm first I'm like, dude, you're fat, yeah, and I'm not saying that any way. It's like, dude, you're, you're five foot eight, three hundred fourteen pounds, yeah, You've, you you're gonna die. It's, you have three kids. Think about them. Think about your wife. It's not just about a you know a flat. You know, what I'm talking people. It's the reality. I grab people by the neck, but it's just like. But I don't care if, you could, yeah. if you're going to hire me or not. Why? Because there's always going to be some. some yeah. <laughs> because there's 8 billion people yep. in this world. And we only need a couple hundred at a time to have to make millions, actually. Yeah. Literally. Oh, make sure. millions and impact so many. I've been. Um, so it's yeah. best to narrow down your niche. Be exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's why I never get refunds or nothing like that. Because my clients, we're friends from before they even start their program. So yeah. like, dude, I've been following you forever, dude. Like, man, I just feel like we vibe. Yeah. That's how you want to do your business. Be who you are.
0: Yeah. You know, and then that's the thing. Um, since I've started this podcast, I go out and I ask people, hey, can I, do you want to do an interview? I'm doing this podcast and, you know, I put myself out there and um, there's been a lot of people that said, yeah, they're going to do it. And then they back out. But at the end of the day, I don't pay mind to that, because at the end of the day, there's always just like you said, how many people in the world? You know, there's always going to be a story out there, especially coming from the city I come from or any city around the nation for that matter. Um, I love what I do I love I love picking the brains of people I love getting entering their world like I'm in your world right now you're showing me you're showing the world you're also coaching me you know you know what I do every time I do an interview I go home I put the, the SIM card into an adapter and I, I play it off my computer yeah. and I listen I listen uh, to previous interviews I uh, it, it's it's Critiquing myself, self-criticism—it's—it's it's literally trying to work the best way I can for the next interview to,
1: you know, narrow in and, and just make it imperfect action. Imperfect yeah. action—you're just doing what you got to do to yeah. just keep getting better every single day. Yeah, I look back at who I was ten years ago. Yeah, I'm way out here that? chilling. <laughs> like I'm good, you know. And my wife is beautiful. My kid, and she's amazing, and just such a loving, faithful, modest woman. My son is my everything. Like I'm living yeah. good, but it's because of the choices that I've made and the quality of life that we've created.
0: Well, since I started making my changes, um, and I know you've seen, it's been a dramatic change. Yeah, it, it's it's literally I did move out of the old place. I was in a four bedroom apartment, but i have four kids and you know before we had arlo my youngest um it was okay, it was a good good space to to be but i found myself kind of like w- w- what you said earlier like i was comfort i was too comfortable yeah and then once i started making these changes a lot has changed i mean i live in um it's really Milwaukee, but it's like
1: across the street is Greenfield. We used to be like that too. You know? When I lived over by Surf Hall, yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's, um, you know, it's a lot of change since I broke old habits and, and with the new one. A lot of people like to think, oh, he thinks he's better than us now. But the, that type of mentality is, is what drives me. It's, like what, it's, it's that, what's yeah. needed.
1: At the end of the day, yeah. you're going to look in, in 10 years of just taking constant growth. Do you think that I think for one second, you know, mm-hmm. the people that I do not say left behind, but I just, I started doing different things, Yeah, you know, with all due respect, yeah. right? Like, yeah, for sure. Two types yeah. people. I look, you know, there's people that are people like me, mm-hmm. sober, all about their business, all about their family life, like a quiet life. And there's people that are my age that they live to party. And we know some people like that, yeah, but there are sure. boys, Yep. no judgment. That's them. Let That's, that's our boys. Mm-hmm. Two different lives. Live your life. Do you? But yep. I'm gonna go. I th- I think there's something out here that I want better. You know, for myself. No judgment. Yep. You know, I'm not. I'm not better than anybody. But I'm. Yeah. There's more life than that.
0: You know. Um. You you've spoken throughout the interview, and you 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 said you know you had a uh, there was a moment where you had a self realization, and there was a goal there that you wanted to chase down for for the girl in middle school. Yep. But who would you say are people in your life that influenced you the most to basically become the person you are
1: now? Man, that is so tough because I feel like everybody has somebody that they look to like, oh man, I want to be like that. Or that I look up to that person. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think growing up I had anybody that was just like, man, I want to be like that. I think I had more of an image of what I wanted to be like. Like I thought to be like um, yeah. the complete man for example, I'm somebody who is not starstruck. You know, a lot of people are starstruck. They oh, saw yeah, somebody like, sure. can I get your I can give a shit. If I saw Aaron Rodgers, you know, even though I was a quarterback, yeah. I'm not gonna, like. I'm oh, that's Aaron Rodgers, cool. Like, let's take care of our phones. Yeah. I don't care. They're never gonna pay our bills. That's just how I think, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But I think we all have that one person. It's like our man, Chris. Like if I can say there's one person that I look up to that's not in my family or friends or growing mm-hmm. up, I'd say it's Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yeah. I I I don't know what about him. I think he's just somebody that I think everybody likes. He's good looking, mm-hmm. great smile, personality. He has charisma, charm, uh successful yeah. people person. That's what I, I think I I don't maybe not the good looking part, but the whole like the energy part of that, that's what I think is like, man, that's a good dude. hmm Yeah. So that's, I guess I, I think that's my vision of like, man, I want to be like him. Yeah. Cause you know, but growing up, I don't think I ever had like that. Anybody that I personally knew, it was more so just, um, personas that you see on movies, I guess, like, um, like I'm not starstruck, but, um, I was big on like Van Damme for some reason. Yeah. I I remember blood was The only dude that (laughs) was good looking, had a dope body fought. Yeah. Yeah. And he hooked up with a girl in every movie. (laughs) 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 And he showed his butt cheeks into the (laughs) split. But but Van Dam was like, that was my guy. Like I was like, man, he's that's a cool dude. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know who I look up to. But as far as not as far as people I grew up or family or friends, however, when I started my personal development journey, I do, I don't want to say look up to, but I do absorb content. Mm-hmm. Read books all the time and listen to podcasts. I don't listen to the radio, I barely watch T V. It's just absorbed my mind in mm-hmm. positive material. So those people that I read a lot, you know. Yeah. Those have been personal uh, growth people. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you know any author, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, Simon yeah. Sinek, Richard, you know,
0: Gary well, Hardy, all these people on the shelf. You advised probably like eight books that I've read. Yeah. You know? Um that's you know, and that's that's the great thing, like evolving as a person. That's something I've come to to love um, through these past 10 months. Um, it's literally it's been reading. It's been being consistent with what I do, what I talk about. I do. I think that's the biggest thing people need. Uh, you know, as far as my journey is going, I would say what you say you need to do. And I think that's that's the one thing that has resonated with me on this this journey of podcasting
1: and um there's a difference between activity and productivity for sure activities people are just like I'm just gonna play with my little board right here and just like look look at you new YouTube videos as opposed to like what is the stuff that is the boring stuff that is actually yeah. gonna move the needle right yeah, so.
0: I, I look to these interviews with everyone, especially yours right now. You, like, it, 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 as an older cousin, you're you're coaching me. You're trying to give me knowledge. Um, and also, anyone who's listening to this right now, that's what you're going to gain. Like, it, it, listen, listening to everything you've been saying, you know? I honestly, you know, treasure it, you know? Like, you, I I I, I feel like, you don't cut yourself off from everyone. You just like you said earlier. You I'm available. Yeah, and, and it's a passion yeah. to help people. So yeah. if people
1: reach out to me and say, "Hey, e, I got a question, man. I really look up to you know what you've done." Da da da. That mm-hmm. warms my heart. Yeah. You know? There's a law of success. You know, I think it's the you know the third rule or something like that. Like, thirty percent of the people you should hang out with people who are doing better than you. Yeah. Thirty percent people right on your level doing what you're doing. Thirty percent giving back to others who are started just like you did. There's nothing like that energy, you know, coming back from them saying, man, Mm -hmm. thank you. It worked. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like you got the impact alive and it really warms your heart to keep going. So um, I love doing that. I love helping people. I could talk about, and I'm like, I said, I'm not no right business Mm -hmm. guru or anything like that. But as far as a small business owner from little Milwaukee, it's nice to help people in our circle that I know. You know, want something for themselves. You know, especially in this day and age, it's a it's a gold mine. You can anybody can start their own business from mm-hmm. Amazon to consulting is the gold mine. Like basically, what I do is consulting Consult yeah. online, da da da. I give people results. Um, you can be a hair consultant. I keep bringing up hair because I know a lot of people in hair, but you can be a hair consultant. And that way, you can multiply yourselves, and you know you still have great impact. People will pay you top dollar for that, and that's how you scale a business. Mm-hmm. Um. Or you can have your own salon it's an in-person thing but then now you just you became the person of it you don't work it anymore but you hire just the best people that represent your product and how we cut hair how we do business the culture fill them chairs up and then before you know it you got to get good at social media marketing and now you you got slam chairs booked out to next holidays (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's Mm -hmm. like i love helping people like that it's just how you have to become really high high in demand you can't become what most people are you're a commodity yeah. Taco truck, taco truck, taco truck, taco truck, great. There's all different different Spanish names on the back of these taco trucks. Which one stands out? Yeah. You know, I don't know. So you have to, you know, really say who you are and exactly who you're trying to serve and you know, who your stuff's for. You live a it's a busy life, you would say, right? Man, no. Not as of right now. Not not, not now, but like as of you know, right now, yeah. I've created this to where, where yeah. I like to enjoy each chapter of my success because I know a lot of people. I like I said, I'm in these big masterminds, mm-hmm. and they and they look up to me for this. They're like Eric, man. They have comparison syndrome. They hit this next goal, you know, like the the ones that are younger, you know, because we're all fitness trainers and like and they'll hit this one goal, like okay, I hit my first 10k month, yay, and I'm like, on to 20k, yay, hey, mm-hmm. hey. and then to 30k, you know, because we're all yeah. fitness trainers trying to grow our businesses, and then. They can never take a break and each level that i got that i kept skipping up like big level i like to sit there and enjoy the the fruits of my labor instead of like because i think a lot of i'm like you guys it just is evident you're not doing this for yourself anymore you're doing this clearly to impress others in this group or other people say hey guys look how much money i'm making or look look how fast i'm growing but you're the ones that are probably deep down miserable because you work too much your business is breaking down so with me, I, I, make, I make sure that my business is just really well-oiled. All the problems are always fixed. Clients are taken care of. Um, and then when everything's smooth, yeah, that's when we go to the next level. Because you don't want to go to the next level with these problems coming with you. Yeah. Because you'll break down, you get stressed, you'll pull out your hair. You want to you fix everything, make sure everything's beautiful, planned out, everything's good. You know. And then you're like, okay, we can handle X amount of more clients. Let's go to the next level. Got gotcha. you. You know what I'm saying? So my life is pretty simple, right? That's why when you were asked earlier, back in the, if you would have asked me one year ago, yeah, when I was going to the next level,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it was, I had to push myself a lot to the point where I was taking so many calls a day that I was starting to get headaches and stuff like that. And But also I also had to train the guys and I had to be a dad, a, a husband, work yeah. out. Just, mm-hmm. you know? But now, honestly, all I do is, right now, it's going I'm, to, I'm, I think a, a new wave of, um, ambition and inspiration is mm-hmm. going to come where I'm like, okay, let, let's go take this to another level. But right now, I'm enjoying being present and doing summertime stuff with my family. Because too many entrepreneurs, it, it's a common thing. It's always go, 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 go. They, they, can't, We can't turn our brains off sometimes, but I'm getting really good for a couple of years now at just yeah. clock, clocking out, being present with my family, turning off my phone at a certain time. Yeah, Things like that. A lot of people can't do that. It's important. I don't touch my, don't touch my phone for the first two hours of the day. You know what yeah, I mean? People... Turn right when they wake up and right, start right. scrolling. That is all negativity. It, it, it. Now you have taught social media to control your day, as opposed to no, I'm controlling my day. I'm, I'm gonna get up slow. I'm gonna go take a piss. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna look out the window. Oh, this is what peace and quiet looks like. Instead of just scrolling, I'm brain dead. Look at, oh, look at this life. Oh, I already got messages. My, either mm-hmm. my boss or I got to answer an email or my friends are texting me. Yep. You let everybody else control. So that's why we keep this on airplane mode while I sleep. And for the first two hours a day till after my workout is till after I work out, take a shower and I get to my desk. That's the first time I press airplane mode off. Yeah. Some people, you know, do that. Yeah, not a lot.
0: And I don't, but that's, that's how
1: I you get buy your piece back. Yeah. You're your present.
0: I, I went six months without social media and I said I was going to do a year. I didn't. I didn't, not that I didn't last. It was just, I got to a point where I knew I could,
1: it wasn't necessary to give it up anymore.
0: Yeah. It wasn't in the beginning it was, but at that point it's just like, I've learned I, I, this doesn't, I'm not going to be in my phone while having a conversation with someone. You know what I mean? Those are the things that I did before. And, and when you, um, you start, you know, just reflecting on what your life is and where are you? Is that where you want to be? I think that's the biggest thing. These red flags of how disrespectful is that to have a phone in your hand and someone's having a conversation with you and they all of a sudden. that That's huge. You know? I, yeah.
1: I I feel like the people I hang around with, it's different. Like, I don't know. I yeah. think it was just a common thing we just don't do. But yeah. I see it all the time. and I'm like, geez, or like people I had like uh, a date. mm mm-hmm you know, with your wife or whatever it is, you're even on your phones then or watching movies. It is different if it's just Monday to Friday, winding down, you know, yeah. whatever. That's what we do as human beings. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's a movie on, I might be scrolling my phone or work, you know, sliding on my laptop. She might be on her phone, but if it's actually a date night or like, Hey, we're watching a movie tonight, turn that shit off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people just can't do that. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it is kind of disrespectful and it's, it's addicting. That's well, why but it, don't I, if it wasn't me. for um, 100% of my business coming from social media. I tell people all the time for years, I would delete every piece of my social media and just go back to living a normal life where it's just like, it's like a double edged sword. It's nice to be connected. Yeah. It's nice to be able to make internet money and work from home. I tried doing that, but you got to delete everyone one by one. They don't, but it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, just delete. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, I mean that's not hard. It's a couple clicks of a button. I can have all my apps deleted and less. I lie. thought so that's another thing is that's a big yeah. s- tool to success. Is I it's been three years now that I turned off all my notifications on my apps. Yeah. You know do you have your apps off right now? Like like your notifications? Or oh, yeah, every, yeah, every time yeah. you get a Facebook, someone likes your picture or whatever it is you get a notification? Yeah. That's like most people. So imagine that here's another success to listen up bro yeah three years three years imagine that yeah my mentors are like dude think about that every day you guys are just ding 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 you're you're always Mm -hmm. down look at your eyes buzz 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 you kidding me that's a distraction it's kind of like the day in the the morning imagine trying to be productive yeah how much stuff can you get done when you're turning your head every one minute five minutes ten minutes instead of having deep focused work yeah so you're oh Who's that? Oh, oh! And it's just, and it, it's not even like real stuff, like a real good message. It's like a like or something like that. So you know how many people do that? So imagine you just turn off. So even though I have the apps, I need the apps for my business stuff, Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. specifically, and ads. For three years now, I have all my notifications turned off. Literally, like, um, I don't know. So it's when I want to check social media, I'll go check social media, not when social media wants me to check social. Media. Mm-hmm. So you know, not five hundred times a day. It's yeah. 10 times a day throughout the day. Let me just click on this real quick and get back to messaging. And mostly it's just because I need to answer messages. I got a ton of messages per day. People want to work with me. So I got to get back to them. I'm not over here. You'll never find me scrolling and looking at other people's lives. It's just straight in the DMs. People hit me up. So um, we've been
0: talking about business. Um, Outside of your business, what do you do for like
1: hobbies? What do you like to do? So with me, um, outside of business, um, I'm very much, someone asked me yesterday, they said, are you more of an extrovert or introvert? And I said, I am definitely an extrovert, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely somebody who loves to be home and I love my quiet time. But I'm obviously a crowd pleaser, hang out with everybody, talk a lot, whatever. But when all that's done is I want the world shut off. I don't like to talk. So anytime I can get a break to just relax and be around nobody and chill, I'll take it. Yeah. But as far as my hobbies, anything to do with either my son, mm-hmm. um, take him to do new experiences. I had good parents, but I want to be, I want to take my kids because of the position we're in financially Yeah. to do things that we weren't blessed to do even though our parents tried to do such an amazing job yeah but always have something on the agenda for and even it doesn't have even have to be expensive i'm just saying like mm-hmm. but everything costs money so you have you know so i always like to take them something something's always lined up the state fair this week we're going out to um fond du lac to meet at, at, a, at a lake house uh, with some people and then um like to just take them to new parks around here um I like to buy him, you know, new stuff that I know he'll like, and you know, we can go put it together, and I know he'll enjoy it. And I just I spend a lot of time, with my boy. Um, yeah. My wife, she's a homebody, so we're together all the time. She stay at home, so we see each other all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just not needy people, I guess. Um, but as far as like my, if I can say my main hobby, I think you probably know. But like, I adore my brothers. Yeah, I, yeah. I mm-hmm. could talk and chill with my brothers all day, every day. They live twenty five minutes away. I drive out there probably two times a week, and um, yeah, man, like my brothers are everything, and my nieces and nephews obviously, and I yeah. bring my son to play with my my you know their, their cousins. So oh, of course, he. That's it. That and maybe like fishing. I I'm not the best fisher, but I I love being on the water and it being quiet. Yeah, I love fishing, and that's it. And then yeah, I love learning about business and relevant visit business about my fitness business, and um, talking to other people in the mastermind and seeing what's working for them and. I could do that all day. So that's, I'm really a low key chill person. I don't need much in the gym. Yeah. Exercise.
0: Yeah. Cause you know how I am with my, uh, me and my family. I love doing stuff. Uh, we traveled to Florida, Yeah, to New York, um, Tennessee. Um, I love it. I think, um, I, th- I won't say that my upbringing was bad to an extent, but you know very well what our upbringing was and i think this uh, now that i have my own family i'm even just opening up to to being there
1: and it's present it, we're yeah. present but i mean we had good parents but i'm saying like yeah it's um we're in a position where we can pro- provide more opportunities for sure. right? financially my mom and dad they did what they could to give us experiences from time to time but they're great parents but for example we just got back from florida and we're going to Florida again soon. And we're going to Utah next week. And, you know, just stuff like. So back into
0: the business, what do you think is uh, the biggest thing that stands in the way of
1: reaching their fullest potential? Man, maybe um, discovering what that next level of my potential is or what I want it to be. Because right now I think I'm in, I'm just blunt and honest. I think I'm just, I'm happy. I'm happy and I'm comfortable. And I would love to sustain this for a while. Yeah. Um, I would be perfectly fine I don't need to be the richest man in the world but I think everything's is good um, I'm having fun with it I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor to get to that next level you it brings new problems yeah. new systems that need to be developed um, you have to dig deeper and output your message to a great capacity of people mm-hmm. so that's that's what that is and eventually I'll plan that out but um I can see myself, I, I've really enjoyed this niche the last two years since I've been a dad. Yeah. Is it it's beautiful. Like all every single one of my clients for the most part yeah. are dads. They're dads and they're dads who I attract a certain dad, you be a dad. They're yeah. just like, oh, I'm lazy, you know, woo me, um, it sucks to work out i attract dads who are former athletes police officers military uh p or or just so they have shorts. discipline they already have the discipline just, and they were old athletes and they but they want that back yeah and that's a lot about my story you know or i get big boys that they want that for the first time in their life but other than that i just can't take people who are just too soft you shouldn't have to force somebody like people like i need an in-person train you don't need in person ain't gonna work if you need somebody clapping in your face for you to do a workout, you're not going to do this long-term. I promise. And, and you're also not going to be able to afford it. Yeah. Wow. You can pay 500 bucks for 12 sessions. How long are you going to keep that going for mm-hmm. as opposed to learning how to do it so you can do it for the rest of your life by yourself, but then also learn about the nutritional part, the 90% of your results and then also the accountability part. So you know, but like, yeah. So the next level, yeah. Is that what we're talking about?
0: Well, I got your view from that. But like, as far as your clients that you've taken on, like what has been their biggest, um, what stands in their way as far as
1: reaching their fullest potential? So, like I said, I do consultation calls every single day. Yeah. So I know my people like the back of my hand. And yeah. So I lived it. Well, if not now. No, I'm talking well, yeah. about before they joined. Okay. Me. Yeah, for sure. That's what this is thinking. exactly what it is. This is for most people, but specifically, yeah, dad's over 35. Number one is just like most people. It's just purely a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. All the people. You charge that much? I can do all, I can find all this on YouTube. Good. Well, I hope you value your time. You don't value your time then because it's going to take you two years to do trial and error. Good luck with that shit. You'll be fat in two years the same. Or mm-hmm. I can figure it all out for you and we'll be in the best shape of your life in three to six months. Because like just like anybody else, you're coming to me. I already know what to do i take out all the guesswork and it's done so lack of knowledge people pay that premium so they could just have the, the basically the shortcut from a yeah. to b let me be the middleman and tell you exactly what to do what to eat how to eat how to get over uh, mental obstacles you check in make adjustments boom boom look at you, you see my results you know there's a yeah, lot of trainers sure. out there like you have to squint like oh yeah i see a change but then mine like people are like man damn 40 pounds in 90 days 30 pounds in 90 days you know 100 pounds in eight months like you know or six pack abs at age 45 in 4 months like man like these are great um realistic results yeah but um it's lack of knowledge for sure for everybody and then being specific with dads it's it's um time management is the biggest barrier okay and roadblock because when you are a present husband most of my men are married like myself so you're the, you're the man of the house You have to provide for your wife, your kids, but then also, if you are present and a good husband taking Mm -hmm. care of your wife, you know, spend time with me, watch a movie. Then you have to give more of your time to make sure you're checking the box there. Go play with the kids outside, you know, so you're checking them. Then you got to go to work. Like, that's a lot of time and energy spent, so they need to learn how to manage their time best to make sure that they can work out three to five times a week for an hour or less, but they get it done. They just don't know how to maneuver their schedule so that they can make this happen but then once I help them out with it like damn this is super easy it's just time management and blocking time out and, and then keeping it consistent yeah not doing it when you feel like it is structured it's routine we're not going off course until we hit this goal
0: for sure um how many um you said it in the beginning but like how many clients would you say you've you've helped
1: if you could. It, it, i don't have an exact number i know I, mean, I can just say i've served myself since 2016 over a thousand people yeah um but i guess with content you know just content alone all the free i make a lot of free stuff for the last six years So i'm, I'm talking about it's got to be over 20 30, yeah. but we handle about 100 people at a time me and my my two mm-hmm. head coaches between us three working together 100 people at a time at any given time up to 150 mm-hmm. us three doing things out helping people out so
0: you know that um i want to go back to the 12-week transformation because I, I i would say you had a lot of success with that um what what made you say hey you know what i'm gonna put that to the side is that what you've done or no, you, no no you i are, still have that option
1: Okay. I just, it's, it's become focus, ever since yeah. I started serving these men that are mm-hmm. my age bracket and up to, you know, 30 to 50 is just my, mm-hmm. my age bracket that I market to. And, you know, they're dads and they have the same problem. And we have a different message than back when I first started when I was 25, 26. And yeah. when I get ripped. We were younger, early 30s or 20s. But now I'm knowing why, because I've dealt with it is now is like, we all go through this yo-yo period, you know, where we lose some weight, get ripped, gain it back, get ripped, beach season, whatever. Mm-hmm. So not just for them, but for myself and how I live my lifestyle now and staying in shape. I teach more so like, it should always be like this, but now it's strictly like, I don't want to take you on a client unless you're thinking complete lifestyle change. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like, all right, you want to get ripped? Well, this is what we got to do. And you want to do it in 90 days? This is what we got to do. Or right, hey, you want to lose 30 pounds in 90 days? I'll get you there. Yeah. But now- I only want to um, market and promote the message of sustainability because we're getting older. I tell my clients and they love it. They're like, that's exactly what I want, dude. I've lost a lot of, you know, the same 20, 30 pounds over and over. I don't want to do it again. That's why I'm coming to you. Teach yeah. me how to do it sustainably. Yeah. So that's why I've pushed to more of a six month to 12 months of working together because I can help people, which you've seen. I still offer a three month program, but I prefer people join six months. But if people do three months, it's typically a toss of a coin, and I, I have no control over that. And, yeah. you, and we go at a decent speed always. It's not like I just starved them or anything like that, or like, hey, just did you know six workouts a week, two hours a day, you're on fifteen hundred calories. No, like yeah. we did this appropriately, but we had a time frame. So when you do something in ninety days, it um. It is enough time to make a habit. However, it's a toss of a coin if a a client is going to keep that as a lifestyle because they're so jacked up about the results. And it's another toss of a coin of if they're going to go back to their old ways because they're still like a baby in a candy shop. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So now, but if you do something for six months, that's a lot longer. That's 180 days of you going grocery shop on a certain day, you meal prepping on a certain day, you showing up, you going to the gym four or five days a week, you, and then the results double. Mm Mm-hmm. Or we kill it the first 30, 90 days and then we do like a maintenance phase. But either way, like you've become a brand new person. So of everyday habits, just like you're, you're reading and stuff like that, just imagine fitness and showing up. After 180 days, it's a, it's a lot greater percentage that person's going to stick to as a lifestyle as opposed yeah. to reverting if they just did a 90 day. You know, let's do a three month sprint real quick. So I offer it. Yeah. Some people stick with it. But I think, um, honestly, most of my clients, they renew, they renew. If they don't sign up for six months off the bat, they do three months, and they're just so impressed with the results that they're like, all right, coach, let's do it. Uh, do all it again. Offer a small you know, discount, and then let's go for another three months, and we crush it again.
0: Yeah, because I've I, I seen success. My wife's seen success with that 12-week. Uh, um, yeah, she lost over 20, 25 pounds, over. Mm. So she, she definitely... Um, and we did it back in two thousand 17, seventeen or eighteen. Seventeen or eighteen, yeah. Um Yeah, and I thought that like, oh, this is this is gold mine for you. Like and then you know you uh, like through social media, seeing all those testimonials and and just it's cool. you big cuzzo doing big things, okay. Where do you uh where do you see um easy fitness in the next uh, in the future,
1: in the next five? realistically, um, I thought about this recently, you know, cause back in the day Mm -hmm. you do work booklets and stuff, but you always, you don't really know and you just kind of throw it to the side. But now that I've gotten to where I am and now I take much um, better approaches and I make more realistic goals. Mm -hmm. So I think in the next five years, for sure, there will be zero reasons why the business is not doing three to five million dollars per year um and with i I don't say how many ever i need maybe anywhere from five to ten coaches Mm -hmm. because i've created systems for us to handle a lot of people at a time while giving them a quality experience quality time whatever that's our secret that's what i've worked on for the last x amount of years so if we if i can do almost a million a year myself and i started bringing the boys on Imagine what's gonna happen once we just have everything perfected and systematized. Yeah, we're gonna let out the cracking. <laughs> no, but um, specifically the mission is to stick with the whole helping dads. It's yeah. a, it's a beautiful niche because mothers, we love you too <laughs> for sure. And there's mothers, sure. mother coaches out there, tons yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah, type in on Instagram, uh, fat loss mom, my mom fat loss coach. You know, what? there's a coach for everybody. Yeah, your specific, you know, your your niche. Mm-hmm. But um. This is, I've never had more fun because I'm the attractive character. We're like, I'm the in shape dad and, and people, it's crazy how marketing works is people. You have to be the person people want to be like. So Mm -hmm. for example, there is people that coach dads out there that I personally know in my business mastermind. They're like, I help dads, but they're more of like the big monstrous shredded. You know, you, they're big time steroid users. There's nothing wrong with that. That's their thing. Go for it. Yeah. Veins on veins on veins. That's their thing. But and then the the people they attract are people who want that look too. Yeah. I attract men that hey man, I just want to be overall healthy, fit, don't necessarily want to take any juice. Some of my guys take um, you know, TRT which is very normal for uh, men over the age of 40. Their doctors prescribe a small dose. That's yeah. fine. Um very common these days. But other than that, it's just like I look up to Eric because he has a, he, the way he promotes his body, it's not all about just being shredded anymore because it's in my past. I don't care about that anymore. It's, but it is about me staying. You see me how I look at my yeah. clothes. Like when you mm-hmm. walk, you're like, wow, he's thick, nice shoulders, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nice looking athletic body at the age of 35 almost. You could tell he takes care of himself, and he, but he's not like he lives breathes the gym. He needs to be in there like a bodybuilder seven days a week, two hours a day. He, that guy might attract that client, but for me, people vibe with me is because it's like fitness is a lifestyle. It's not our whole life. Mm-hmm. And we just want to be you know better every day, but we want to use fitness not just for the aesthetic and the physical, but what it makes us in general. Confident. The discipline, yeah. the, the, the the routine, the confidence, the energy mm-hmm. it brings, taking care of your health, teaching your kids to be, you know, take care of their health, to to go for what you want, to have discipline. Don't eat shit food only. Your wife enjoys it. Things like that. Like, you know? Yeah. You know? So there's so many good things that come out of fitness. Um, when you eat, like me, I eat mostly healthy foods. What brings to that? Mental clarity. Mm-hmm. Imagine I eat shit food every single day like a lot of people do. You're, you have brain fog. You're tired. You're lethargic. It makes you want to skip the gym. It makes you not want to wake up for the things you said you are going to do. I'm sharp every single day. Yeah. So fitness is literally the centerpiece of everything we have going on here, and I like working with men and dads over 35 because that's who I am. I'll be there in a year, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing to help them get those changes that they're after to get their vitality, their energy, their confidence, uh, the old them back, be the man that their wife married before. Yeah, that's a good that's a beautiful mission. You know what I'm saying? As opposed mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I can help you get six pack, or I can help you lose weight. There's a message behind it. We're gonna get your life back. Yeah, we're gonna help you be your best, most productive self, and that's what we do. There we go. I am. <laughs> 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 oh
0: man, you know, um, this whole um, this whole interview has been, you know, eye opener because I think that more in this interview, I I I haven't tried to talk much because I'm. I want to grasp the knowledge that you've been putting out. But like I said before, you've always been someone I can can look to and know that the direction you've taken in your life, just like so many others think of you, um, you know, disciplined and just that confidence, you do know what you're saying. I mean, I mean, this is a beautiful home, dude. Like I did, I did the floor in this office, by the way. So if you you like your floor, yeah, Yeah, I did it. (laughs) No, but, um, Uh, I do appreciate you, um, showing love and coming on here and, um, you know, giving me the advice I need to further my niche, to further my passion. Um, like I said, after each interview, I, I leave and the first thing I do is, Put it in the little adapter piece to go into my computer and I listen to it. So, you know, I know there's a lot of valuable um, information that came out of here. Um, but as far as me, that's me. Um, to everyone out there, what's the biggest advice you can give someone to change as far as fitness goes their,
1: their lives? To create a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, a healthy lifestyle. It's, um, it's my brand. It's do or die. And, and the die go. stands for discipline is everything, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. everything good comes out of discipline. Yeah. Any kind of successful person you look up to, any books you read, everybody's a disciplined person. It's non-negotiable. Okay. Think about it. Yeah, You want to be jacked and ripped discipline not just steroids if somebody's on steroids they still have to eat perfect and show up and do the work and be you know like that's discipline making money you're not going to be above average if you aren't disciplined and do the work that people don't want to do being a great family man that you're proud of being discipline. being a faithful husband or spouse you're not in the inboxes of other women and men. You're disciplined, and you keep your eyes on your own your own boo. Mm-hmm. Everything that discipline leads to greatness and self control. Um, but another thing is, you have to you just have to like you can't you, you it has to be non negotiable to you. It has to be a, like the video I made today. Yeah, I don't got time. Oh, you got time. We got 168 hours in a week. Anybody's got time to make three hours a week to go do three hours in the gym, two hours of meal prep, one hour at the grocery store, that's six hours at 168 hours in a week. Yeah. You got time. How about saying this with me? It's just not a priority. Mm-hmm. You got time to watch all that Netflix, don't you? Yeah. You got time to chill on social media all day, don't you? It's just not a priority to you. So therefore, it just needs to become a priority to you. And the next thing is you just need I think you need a plan you need structure that's why when you come to a coach it's because that coach or why I paid those coaches when I didn't have any money because they were going to take out the guesswork for me and give me the cheat code I already had the the the, the, the I already had what it took I just needed the 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 road map with no roadblocks in it mm-hmm so I think people get discouraged when they try to do it themselves. I'm trying keto today, intermittent fasting tomorrow. Oh, oh, my girl's selling waist wraps. Oh, um, <laughs> you know this protein shake. Oh, if I wear this sauna suit at the gym, I can lose weight. They're always doing something. And imagine, it, look how much time you've wasted. Imagine you just invest in yourself and hired somebody to say that's all wrong. Let me fix this in ten seconds for you and tell you exactly what to do. Yeah. So basically, you need to make it a priority. And whether you do it by yourself or with a coach, you need to have some kind of plan and structure. You can't just wing it and say, "Well, I feel I'm going to be healthy." I'm going to a lot of people do that. They lace up. Mm-hmm. They say, I'm going to the gym tomorrow. That lasts for three days. We all know it. There's no results. There's no plan. But if you know exactly what you, you've already grocery shop, you've meal prep, you know exactly what you're eating, how much you're eating, your calories, your macros. You went and got new workout gear. You got your supplements, your pre workout, protein powders, things like that. You you see what I'm saying? That's a difference. That's a more serious approach. You're all in. Mm -hmm. You know exactly what day, who's watching the kids, what day you're going to the gym, da-da-da. Imagine all that planning and structure. You're not going to quit on that as opposed to person waste. I'm like, oh, I'm sick of being fat. I'm going to go to the gym today. Mm -hmm. That was just based on your emotions today and not a final final decision that you're going to do this shit. So,
0: so, so, this is my last question and I'm going to ask it because it's you. Um, You've been seeing me doing this podcasting with some... I'm gonna do it. What what advice can you give me as far as what you've seen so far um, with what I've been
1: doing online, what I've been um, here? The only advice I can give you is like that person said that you are a waste. Mm-hmm. I never said it in that brutal, mm-hmm. but I thought it in a kinder way. Is saying, man, a savior is so special. Your whole life, your whole life, dude, you've been special. You know, I remember going to your house in South Mohawk, you having birthday parties. You were always the, you were five foot one. You know, you hit that gross spurt, yeah. God, thank, thank God, but like mm. you were mini, but you were always the crowd pleaser. People love to be around you to this day. People love you so much. You're blessed, you're different. And I remember going to your house. And I wanted your confidence when we were probably 10, 11, kicking, you know, in South yeah. Milwaukee, um, what's it called? The little, little, little projects. <laughs> yeah. And I used to remember you would have all the girls around you. I don't know whether they crushed you or not, but they wanted to be running, dancing with Xavier, and you would <laughs> dance and you would entertain and you would sing. That's, I'm talking about, we used to, I remember these moments. You mm-hmm. wouldn't remember that I remembered, but I remember that and I'm just saying, man, like he's, he's an entertainer. Mm hmm. I appreciate that. Take that book right there. Which one? It's called um, I'll get it for you. It's called Find Your Why. Yeah. That book. Yeah. It helped me find who I, you know, what I was gonna do and that helped me do it to <clears it's> another <throat> level. And that's what's gonna help you find your true purpose and who you're trying to make this podcast for. Um next thing would be is number obviously like I did, don't keep investing in a lot of top quality stuff just yet. Mm-hmm. Until it starts to become more, monet, you know, monetized. Yeah, because I remember I made my fitness business. I was doing well when I only had PDFs and emails. Okay, and then as I kept making more, you, that's my money from my business, not from my family. That I reinvested back into my business. Now I go, yeah, I made some money from my personal. I'm gonna go kick it. Mm. Because you need to get better at what you're doing and marketing way better than getting the next set of appropriate equipment. Cause this is minimal for now. Cause it, and I'm just telling you the truth. I'm sure you're yeah. as this guy. as anybody else listening? No. I'm, uh, Everybody say so you're a barber. If nobody knows you mm-hmm. and how good you are, it don't matter if you've got the coldest clippers in the world and you're always investing, you know, say so you're a barber, you got the coldest clippers, you got the best cool little salon. Yeah. Nobody knows you. So nobody's going to come in. So instead get better at getting a mentor. You maybe not spend that much money, but I started low too. It was too you know, I had a couple, two thousand dollars. My first one got me going, 7,500, 20k, a little more. I kept yeah. jumping up every time I needed to jump up a level and work with more big boys. But right now, maybe start with some courses, not YouTube. That's mm-hmm. too free, it's too much guesswork. It, it's just, yeah, put you in a loop. But spend some money to hire somebody that teaches people how to do a podcast appropriately in 2022, because that's going to teach you. You get more viewers, how you ask people to subscribe, what kind of pictures to put up instead of that spearhead one you put up, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, just like it's a clickable link. It's not eye catching. Yeah. How you write a perfect caption to make the viewers go, man, I don't want to miss that one. Yeah. Today with Eric Zapata of fitness, my cousin, I love him so much. Give a fuck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to, you know, local entrepreneur, you know, alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, that I turn into this, you know, like, mm, man, I want to check this one out. Yeah. That's all important stuff. What separates you? What makes people want to watch and listen to your stuff? Mm-hmm. So that's that. You know, keep doing your, you know what you're doing with the floors and stuff like that. Keep pa- have your passion for this. Don't quit. And just remember, you have a gift, and um, it's it's gonna be a waste if you don't stick with it. For sure. It's gonna. You know, we all have a gift, and uh, God put us on this earth for for specific reasons. And you a want- lot of people never try to find it
0: those those words have never left me and they've only driven me to to push because i you know in the kind words you just said it's just like no i'm gonna be someone i i see the bar you've set i want to get to that bar i want i want to i want to have that with this podcast you you could take it as it is but i will get to that you know what i mean the the bar you have in your fitness, I'll get up to there with my podcasting.
1: It's it's in my head, and you have to know this one thing is the one thing you see that you always know, keep looking. There's a book. Yeah. There. There's always a book. Yeah. there. the one thing by Gary Keller. Yeah, you need to have the one thing. This needs if this is serious to you. This is it. This is the one thing where you can use your. This is it. Your gift, like in that book with Gary V. I was talking about. Yeah, it says you need to find what your. Gift is, some people are better at being on video. Some mm-hmm. people are, are better at being behind a microphone. Some people are good writers. Yeah. I, which one do you think I'm on? <laughs> <A> better doers? <laughs> no, I'm saying all those video, behind a microphone, or writing books. Okay, you're a little slow right now. But yeah, they, like, they just said, you know, like, for example, we all have a voice. but yeah. How do we output I'll this content? The yeah. Some people are gifted and need to be behind a microphone. Mm-hmm. Some people are good on video, as you can tell. I do nothing but videos for the last seven years. Yeah, I'm good on video, very natural and comfortable. And some people are like, i don't never. They don't want nobody to hear them, but they're they have great words, so they they're good writers. Yeah. So this might be this is you like you know maybe not a camera you know where you can but you can speak all day on this and this is your this is your outlet of how you get your message out and you yeah. need to stick to your one thing. Why I've been successful is because I've only stuck to one thing do you know how many people that I know I want to be a business owner? They started with multi-level marketing, network marketing, then they jumped to personal training and then they say, Oh, I'm going to do a lawn care service and everything fails for your body. Cause they're not sticking with it. Yeah. They're not sticking with it. Wouldn't it be easy if we all could, wouldn't it be amazing if we all could be well off if we just could be successful in one year? Absolutely yeah. not. It's not going to happen like that. You need to put time and each year you get exponentially better as long as you work on it every day. And then before you know, you blow the competition off the bar, at least locally. Yeah. And then you start to get to a national stage and before you know, you're going to hit a spot where local people who do podcasts will start, you know, sending negative messages towards you or who does he think he is and stuff like that. But that's just only reassurance that you are killing it because people, whether it's good news or bad news, people only talk shit about people who are, you know, going up. Mm -hmm. It's facts. They're, they're sad that they're not, they don't have the courage, the tools, the ambition. They have the the gift, yeah. but they're not using it. So they want that person like, man, we we'll just come back over here with all the rest of us. Keep going. That's uh yeah. Keep going. Because it's so worth it. They ain't never gonna pay your bills. No. People can talk mess. There's, there's been times where people want to fist fight me just because. They just hate me. I'm like, you hate me that much? We've never even met in real life. And then after a while, I haven't fought since 2013 when I, you know, got oh, that yeah. little thing happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy the maturity and wisdom that God has given me. It's just like, man, you just walk away. Like, yeah. That's how bad it can get. It's like people hate you that you're growing so fast that they'll literally, but it's just a reflection of themselves. They hate themselves so freaking much yeah. that they don't have what this Savior has. There, with like, beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like what? What the fuck is you so bad you know, you know, there's a lot of people in the world we can both have successful businesses. I've had I have quite
0: a few people lash out at me through the past uh, ten months because they feel like I'm just different, and I am. That's and, it. and there's nothing That's wrong it. with That's that. It. That's it.
1: The only <laughs> thing you got to worry about is you, And your wife, and kids
0: for sure. Only thing that matters. So again. I'm here with Eric Zapata of, Eric Zapata Fitness. Um, I'm happy we had this session, heart to heart. Thank you for the advice. Thank you for coming on here and supporting what I'm doing. It means a lot. And yeah. Okay. If you want to say something more. I'm
1: I'm good, man. You're supposed to be at my house 45
0: minutes ago. I know, right? (laughs) That's good. I love you. Say it back. Love you too. Oh my God. All right. Well, um, It's been another episode, and uh everyone, take care. This is
1: Xavier Mercado. This is
0: this is this is Spearhead. I'll leave it with this one. Hello. My name is Xavier Mercado, creator of Spearhead Conversations. Spearhead Conversations began as an idea to shine light on the city I love. A city I call home. Like all of us, I've walked life, I've made mistakes, fell down plenty but have always found the will to pick myself back up. I was once told, and I quote, sad, so much talent wasted, directly to my face by someone I truly held near and dear to my heart. Most would have been offended, but this only drove me to find my purpose. The sacrifices I've made have finally led me to spearhead conversations. I love my city and I love my home. Strength of mine has always been connecting with people, reaching a level of understanding and being understood. What better way to shine light on the city I love, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, through conversation with the very own people who make this city special. Small business owners, musicians, athletes, artists. Milwaukee and surrounding areas is a hidden gem. The pride shown here is unlike any other. The potential is even greater. Speaking with locals like Danielle Singali, Co-owner of Folia's, a unique salon slash plant shop based out of Walker's Point on the south side of Milwaukee. Or conversations with Michael Illy LaFuente, owner of Illy Tints, based out of Franklin, Wisconsin. His go-getter attitude, whether music or business, a force to be reckoned with. These are the conversations I hope show how special Milwaukee and surrounding areas are. I was asked, why Spearhead is the name? spearhead is the point of the spear when thrown it pierces surfaces i plan to pierce negative stereotypes of my city and show the positive gem it is through the people that make it my name is xavier mercado and this is spearhead conversations thank you